So you had Key Mike. Tools. <laughs> so, so you had Mike and Ike's, and then you have Twizzlers. Jelly beans. You know and that sugar. shit's not good for you, man. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. Well, what they, they also say. say the Earth is round. Well, some people claim it's flat. <laughs> so either way, I think someone's fucking lying. Yeah. Who knows? How's I that mic it. for you? Is that good for you? It wasn't working for you last week there. I think this is perfect now. That's good? Yep. You like it there? Nice. I like it there. Nice. So what's your whole take on keto, by the way? Keto. You must I, uh, have looked it up or something. Not really, no. no. I, I just trust you, and I figure if you <laughs> yeah. like it, it's probably good. Yeah. See, I, I, I love, like, eating bacon. Yes, in like hamburgers, and, and I'll put butter on everything. Real butter, not real that butter. bullshit that base cells. Yeah, no base cells for pussies, man. Base cell is junk. It's nasty shit. It's, it's it's just terrible. I don't taste anything. Do you taste anything? Like when you have base cell, like does it taste anything? It tastes like plastic. Yeah, well, it's just like lard that looks yellow yeah, to it's me. Gross. But butter, butter has a fucking delicious it's taste. Delicious. Butter tastes like butter. It's, it's really like enjoyable, it. and it makes everything better. Put butter on everything. I don't do full keto, man, and it's hard to say I do keto because people will fucking bash my brains and if I'm not actually keto. Mm. By bash my brains, what I mean, like... There's keto elitists? Like, people that are full keto, like, those motherfuckers are serious. Really? They're burning fat all the time. I, like, like I have pizza on the weekend. I drink, I drink a couple beer on the weekend. Pizza's and, delicious. Like, unless, so unless you take a pizza slice and you got to get a big fat motherfucker, yeah. one with like a decent crust. Right. Because if it doesn't have a decent crust, this isn't going to work. And Good then you point. take a sausage or a hot dog, one of the big jumbo motherfuckers, yeah. and you put that on the pizza slice. And then you top it like oh, wow. you top your hot dog. So I typically use like cheese, sauerkraut, pickles, hot peppers. Bacon, if it's real bacon, not that bacon bit bullshit that tastes like breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's just a fucking delicious pizza hot dog bun. Yeah, that's fucking wicked. That's badass. And if you want to get real good, you take a like a hot stick, one of those pepperoni sticks, and you throw that bitch on there. Oh man, they're so salty, Mm. but they're delicious. Yes, they are. Do you want to talk about heartburn, bro? And it's keto. <laughs> it's automatically keto because you put butter on it. <laughs> you butter it, it's keto. Yeah, it's just that's just science, bro. It Look it up. It wasn't keto, and Look then I buttered up. the bitch, and then it became keto. Yeah, it's science. <laughs> Shit, there's sword. butter in my coffee. Yeah, actually, did you ever put like butter in your coffee? I've tried that. Just people said it was like cool, like bullet coffee or yeah, bullet whatever it is. Yeah. So I threw like a stick of butter in, and I've tried actually, peanut butter. I've tried it all. I, I haven't. It up. I haven't tried it. Blending coffee is cool. Yeah. Like, the only issue, like, if you put coconut oil or butter or anything else in your coffee, yeah. and it's, like, oily, mm-hmm. if you don't blend it and it mixes perfect, right? like, if you just took a cup of coffee and put a spoon of coconut oil in, right? the coconut oil is going to sit on top, yeah, and your coffee's going to stay hot forever. And then when okay. you try to drink it, it's scorching hot. But first you touch your lips with that little bit of coconut, and you're like, oh, it's it's not too it's hot. And then you burn the fucking roof of your mouth. Yeah, that's Yeah, I that's did that. That's, that's why I'm telling that's a story bad. like that's it's too a, bad. Yeah, that's I got PTSD bad. from that. That yeah. fucked me right up. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So I'll learn yeah. the hard way. That's some hot-ass coffee. Don't do that shit. Shit, son. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got no fights to cover uh, no. from the weekend. There's no, and, well, there's MMA on, but there's no UFC on. Um, the next fights are August 25th. Okay, that's this weekend, right? No, it's next weekend. Next week. Next weekend. Fuck it. Let's Fuck uh, it. go through them and we'll do the yeah, fight okay. predictions. Um, you just name them and then you say and then yeah, I'll Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll just pick a couple. Bang it out. Uh, so Jake Ellenberger versus Brian Barbarana. 
Oh, Berberine is good. Ellenberger's up and down. Yeah, I'm going to go Ellenberger. KO. KO. Um, Ellenberger's down there training with those fucking savages at the training lab with like TJ Dillashaw, Cup Swanson, these guys. Cool. He's been down there training with them. Hey, good for him. Um, I, I like Ellenberger, man. I want to see him bounce back. I'm, I'm going to pick Ellenberger as well. Um, yeah, I'll say, I'll say TKO, TKO or KO within two rounds. Nice. Uh, Courtney Casey versus Angel Hill. Angel Hill's a former, former She's Invicta that FC. She's one. Yeah, former uh, Invicta FC strawweight champ. She's, yeah, I watched her on The good. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, she's good. She's, and I th- don't know if Courtney Casey was on it. Courtney Casey's good looking, right? Uh, I'm trying I mean, to figure she's out who not she is. I'm not, she's not objectifying. Ugly. Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll say she's not ugly. Angel Hill got pretty sweet Muay Thai. She does, yeah. She I does. She's don't tough. know enough about Courtney Casey, so I'm just going to fire the bomb on Angel. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say Angel Hill by decision. Mm. Um, Angel Hill's that girl, you know, at the weigh-in. She dresses up as, like, Street Fighter characters. She's pretty fucking it's awesome. fucking badass. Me. Yeah, I think it's cool. I like, Man, I'm picking like, her just because of that. Uh, that's what I say all the time, right? Like, yeah. be something. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, for sure. What Minnie used to do? Minnie would come up with a different animal hat. Yeah, that was different, for sure. And then we would vote on what song. So we've yeah. we've come out in pro events to uh, Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. Yeah, didn't he lose a bet to that, or or, or was it a vote? Yeah, he lost a bet. Yeah, yeah. So we, we came out to a fight to, he came in like a wrecking yeah. ball. That was fucking, the looks we got was pretty yeah. insane. Well, I, yeah, I remember walking out with him. Fiddle music. Like, what yeah. else? We came out to a few fucked up songs. Yeah. Just it was just fun. a gimmick, man. Fuck I mean, it. you can't take yourself too nah, seriously. And we never um, did. Yeah, I, I, I think there's certain fighters that do that and certain fighters that don't. And if you can go out and have fun, like, you look at guys like Smiling Sam Alvey. Yeah. He's having a fucking blast out Who was there, it man. we were talking about yesterday? Ebersol. Shave that arrow of yeah. chest hair. Yeah, he's like the head coach at uh, Tiger Muay Thai. Dude, listen, I'll watch every one of his fights. Yeah, fight. he's fun. If Brian Ebersol comes back and fights tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'll be watching his fight because he does fun. fucking insane I'm shit. I'm not sure what happened to him. Yeah. I'm not sure, know. but he was always entertaining. He's entertaining as sure. fuck. Okay, who's next? Um, John Moraga, who's a former title challenger, uh, flyweight title challenger, versus Diavson Vigorado. I'm saying that wrong, but this Devison guy is 14-0. and 0. I know nothing about him. I'll go with Moraga. Uh, I'm going to go with Moraga. He's a seasoned vet. I think he's uh, he's tough. He looked good in his last fight, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Don't hold me to it. I'll have to look it up, but um, he... Uh, he looked good. I'm going for Moraga, too. Cool. I'm going to say uh, submission first round. Boom. Nice. Um, Michael Johnson dropping a featherweight. I love Michael Johnson. I'll um, watch every Michael Johnson fight. Yeah, he's fighting Team Alpha Males, Andre Touchy-Feely. Ooh, he's, he's see, a, that becomes tough for me because yeah. I, I like him, too. I like Team Alpha Male. I like, yeah. uh, I I like Touchy-Feely, too. I'm he's, biased he's good. for Alpha Male because... Uh, I just really, I've always been a Uriah Faber fan. Yeah, same. I like the way they train. I like yeah. the way they all come out to fight. Yeah. Uh, Mike Malott's down there. That yeah. That's fucking awesome. Is he going to, is he actively he's, fighting? Yeah, yeah, is he? He's training hard. He's fighting. He just ordered a choke and die rash guard. Nice, actually. nice. Yeah. He, man, like that dude, I'm a fan of his. He knee barred me a long time ago. But yeah. I'm. He's I'm a not t- over it. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. It's not over it, Mike. Yeah, no, um, he's fucking awesome. He's a Titans guy, right? Yeah. He came from Titans, yep. and then he moved moved to Sacramento, and he's yeah. been there ever since. Yeah. I actually, I was watching the lead up to the Dillashaw Garbrandt two fight, and, and I think I, think I watched Mike yep. holding pads for yeah, for him. Cody. So good for How you, cool Mike. Was that? That's awesome. Good for him, man. Um, that's the co-main event. Sorry, uh, Michael Johnson, Andre Feely. Who are you going with? Feely. Feely. Okay. Yeah, man. 
I didn't ever find Michael Johnson to be a big lightweight. For him to be dropping down to featherweight is interesting. I know I think he's been there before, but we'll see how it goes. Definitely. Um, I'm going to go with Feely, Feely as well. I think Feely might catch him. Feely's longer, has good kicks. Um, he's unorthodox on the outside. Nice. Interesting fight, but yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Andre too. Um, main event: Justin Gaethje versus James Vick. Mm. Fuck. James Vick is He's a one of those underrated guys yep. where people will say his name and then just quickly pass over him. But he's a guy to watch, man. He goes out there to fight. Absolutely. He's very talented. Absolutely. And then Gaethje will fucking swing. He's insane. Yeah, he needs... And I, I think we talked about this before, but Justin Gaethje, he's so fucking entertaining. He's like, we always yep. say the Cowboys or the But Ga- I don't know Eagle if he's going to be able to get hit like that for not a for long much career. Longer. Not for much longer. That's like, Definitely man, not like much you, longer. you must be getting punch drunk. Because like, yeah. if he's fighting like that, well, no, I'm not going to assume. I'm going to look it up, but I yeah. currently don't know. I'd like to know how he trains. Yeah. I would like Yo, to know same. how same. much head sparring he does in training. Yeah, because if he's not taking those knocks to the head during All training... All the time, then it might last long. Because if you look at, like, seasoned vets like Robbie Lawler and stuff, or, or sorry, and people like that, they don't even spar anymore. They don't do those headshots. You man. know, because it's, it's not worth... It's just not worth it, right? Um, interesting. And he, he's surrounded by a talented camp. I think he's down in Extreme Couture right now, but he's also... He's a student of Trevor Whitman. Trevor Whitman is an incredible striking coach. Okay. And it does show, but... Man, like, the fights he's had since he's been in the UFC, he's been in the UFC for three fights in his three main events. Um, he went out and had crazy fight of the night with Michael Johnson, who was mm. co-headliner in this card we just covered. Then he lost Eddie Alvarez, then he lost to Dustin Poirier. But in those three fights, he's been hit a fucking shitload, man. Mm-hmm. And, and it showed. You could tell he was just wearing and wearing throughout yep. the fight. Um and the thing is that's frustrating as a as a coach and as a fan is that he's an incredible collegiate wrestler. He has, so why doesn't he wrestle? He more? should wrestle. He should wrestle. But he, I think his logic, and I, I could be mistaken, but I think I heard this in an in interview, that he believes he's not going to do this forever. Mm. You know, he's only 18 and 2. He was 18 and 0 up until the Eddie Alvarez fight. Mm. You know, that's impressive. But yep. he believes he's not going to do this forever, so he's just going to go out with reckless abandonment. Become um, a superstar sure. based on fucking extreme fights. It's working because he's... Was Mick Foley? He's yeah. like the Mick Foley? Like yeah, basically, Professional yeah. wrestling fucking lets you use thumbtacks. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Fuck. So he goes out on a shield every time, whether, you know, win or lose, and hey, it's entertaining. Man. I mean, if that's if that's his goal, then... Yeah, but, I mean, when does it come to the point that we have to worry about brain damage for real in this sport? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows... It's like the fucking elephant in the room, right? Everyone knows it, but no one wants to point it out. Yeah. And Justin Gaethje's just getting his fucking brain it's, cavity it's erupted. It's definitely a real thing. Like, nobody should be getting hit in the head that much. No, no, I, I, I definitely did. Or I definitely agree, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Interesting fight. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one because Vic is a, you know, he's only 9-1. Sorry, 13-1. He's from the Ultimate Fighter. Season 10, I think. Yeah. Good, good stand-up. He's a Lloyd Irvin guy, so his jiu-jitsu is legit. You know, yep. He's he's definitely a hard worker. Um, I'm not sure. I'll go Gaethje. My head says Vic. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. That's a tough one, man. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a pick 'em fight. I know it's 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 frowned upon, but I can't. I'm I'm up in the air about this one. Mm. I'm up in the air. I'm, if if and that's Vic, the main event. Yeah, if if Vic fights smart, keeps him at the end of his punches like he did with with numerous other opponents, I think he'll win. Mm. But if he gets caught in a brawl, then I mean. He Gaethje can be stopped, but it takes a lot, and I don't know if Vic has it. So I don't know. I'm up in the air about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. Fuck I'll make a prediction five minutes before the fight. Um, yeah. So that's that card, man. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> Free card. You gotta love it. Got to love it. What's your take on? Uh, well, first, uh, Diaz and Poirier. Yeah. That's I'll, announced. I'll watch that a hundred times. Uh, McGregor. Khabib. Habib. Habib. I'll watch that a hundred times in a row, too. I know it's early, but yeah. what's I'm your prediction? Yeah, okay. I'm going yeah. McGregor and Diaz. McGregor and Diaz? Yeah. I think McGregor's movement is just too much. I think he's going to keep him away, body shots. He's going to teep him in yeah. the belly button a yeah. fuck ton with that yeah. front, like, snapping push kick that he does. Yeah. Um, Savage. Yeah, he's going to be throwing those uppercuts on entries. He's going to be using a lot of angles as Khabib comes forward. He's going to be throwing the kicks yep. and moving and Definitely. punching him in the head. Yep. And it's I think it's going to be hard for him to make that connection and yeah. really come in and get a hold of him. Yeah. And uh, if he does get a hold of him, well, well that might be different. So, but, I mean, you got to think, how long has Conor been training? Has he taken time off? Because yeah. I would say there's a pretty safe bet that he's practicing standing up. Getting up, getting definitely, away. Definitely, You know? Definitely. Um, plot twist, Jordan Burroughs is down in Dublin. And Burroughs is a killer. Training with Burroughs, with he's the guy that I learned my single leg off of, yeah, driving the head right into the savage. guts. He does the same thing with the single leg. Or, or so, a double, sorry, a yeah, double leg. Man. Just fucking blaster. His he's so fast, so man. Tough. He's so fast. And, uh, he, I mean, his, his his credentials speak volumes as far as the, the wrestling community goes. But, yeah. Um, I think it's a good it's a good fit for down there. I think any high level wrestler will bring out the best in Connor. Um, yeah, I'm going with Connor too. I think he's Khabib's striking is very one dimensional, if at all. I think he's chins in the air a lot. He doesn't throw a lot of uh, proper punches. I wasn't impressed with his striking in last fight I watched. Of with him, that that uh, Ally Quinta fight. Yeah, and Ally Quinta is or no before Ally Quinta. I don't think I even watched that fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm saying McGregor, too. Knockout first round is going to yeah. clip him coming in. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And then Diaz and Poirier. I don't have no fucking idea what's going to happen there. Poirier has been incredibly active. Diaz has not been. Poirier's coming off four main events in a row, I think, finishing them all. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, man. It's a fun time I'm to pumped. be I'm a pumped. fight, I can't wait a fight to see fan, it. for sure. I'm looking forward to it. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we go into Q&A... I wanted to talk about uh, mat taps today. Yeah. Yep. So, my uh, my thought process on it, and like just taps in the gym is what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, I I think they're valuable, but in a different sense than a lot of people do. And I've always heard since I started jujitsu, like don't talk about mat taps. You don't talk about who you got in the gym. You you know, and I think that's stupid. And uh, I don't mean. Go out and brag, like, hey, man, I caught John with this, like, ha-ha. 
you know, but there is so much value there. And if it's not something that we as coaches and we as competitors talk about, mm-hmm. I think we're really leaving a lot of our potential growth on the table. Sure. So here's my take on it. So let's say we'll use me and you as an example. Right. Okay. So you're better than me. We're out there rolling and you're playing a 50% C game. Okay, now what I, what do I mean by that? Your A game at 100% mm-hmm. would be way too good for me. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's say I'm a white belt and you're a blue belt or a purple belt. Right. Okay, so you're playing your C game, which is not your main focus. Mm-hmm. It's not your second main focus. It's a pathway of jujitsu that you don't train a shit ton. Yep. You know, but right. it is something right. that you've right. worked and something you like. Yeah. So you're using that and you're using it 50% against me. And let's say I reverse something and I tap you out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I won. Right. 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 So should I brag about beating you? Right. This is the thing. And this right. is where it really comes down. Like these are the questions. Yeah. Okay. Is it important? hundred fucking percent. It's important. Sure it is. Okay. Because even though you were going 50%. Right. And even though you were using your C game, right. you're not going to use your C game against me next roll, are you? No. No. So you're going to use your B game, right. and you might go 60%. Right. So what I just showed you by tapping you, even as a white belt, mm-hmm. is that I'm progressing. I'm getting better. I'm too good for you to yeah. use your C game at yeah. 50%. So then I counteract, and then I evolve as well. Exactly. <clears throat> so you're not going to be able to practice your C game on me anymore. Yeah. You'll have to go practice your C game on Derek. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yes. And then you keep beating him with your C game until your C game's better, and then he beats it, and then it just keeps going. Yeah. But, like, I'm a firm believer in having a game plan and then testing your game plan against other people in the gym. Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, Brandon, Brandon McNeil out there, and uh, he's getting really, really good. Right. I can only use my B game with him now. Right. And I don't mean, like... You know, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, but for like, sure. I can't just try techniques on him anymore. Right. Right. Because he's, like, he's wise to he's, it. He's getting it. I can't just, sure. he's not the guy that I practice bullshit on anymore. Right. And he was. Yep. Yep. Right. He was just another one of our white belts. Probably not that long ago. No, not right? long at all. Yeah. And now he's like, even today when we just finished rolling, uh, he, now he's at the point where I have to play one of my better. So my A or my B right. or even my C, I'm just being like. You know, I'm yep. being bullshit with this description of it all, but I can't just fuck around on him anymore. Yes. Right? Yeah. So if he tapped me and I was playing my D game yep. at 25%, right. I would still be impressed. Yep. Because I'm a brown belt. I'm pretty good brown belt. Right. And I, I can fuck up a lot of white belts. Definitely. Most Definitely. white belts. Oh, yeah. Right? So even if I'm just bullshit playing with him and he catches me. Yep. I know he's getting better, yes. so there's progress for him. Yes. It is something that should be talked about. Yeah. You I, know, could he quit the gym and go around bragging that he beat me? He could. He could. And to his friends who his are... His friends uh, will think he's who a are fucking oblivious. But does that matter? No, it doesn't. So for me, that etiquette thing, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, man, come on. I don't fucking care about the etiquette thing. Yeah. I own my gym. Yeah. I don't make people bow on and off the mats. Right. You know, the only time I want you to tell me if you're going to the washroom is because, and this was only brought up to me by someone else. Right. What if you go in the washroom and take a fucking seizure? And yeah, I'm true. looking around, I'm like, 
Where's John? Yeah. Oh, he's dying in the fucking washroom. Right. Right. So now that that's only reason. Like, it's not like a hey, bow right. to me, getting off the mat, motherfucker. Right. I don't do any of that shit. Yeah. We don't say oh. Right. I don't bow. I don't do any of it. Right. Right. Now, do you, Do you think you're seeing more and more of that? You think you're seeing more gyms go against the grain because you the grain what? was. I'm really not sure because I don't go to a lot true, of. True, I guess. Yeah, and, and I guess we wouldn't know unless we asked no. people. Because when we, we go to other places, like they still make us do the lineup. And yeah. They, they make us fucking bow like, on and off and tap everybody's hand when you walk on the mat. Yeah. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. No, and that's the way. But that's the way you were taught, and that's the way I was taught. Yep. Right. So. For us to go against the grain now, it, I think it's um, it would be frowned upon by well, we some were, traditional people. We were also people. taught to do the fucking gauntlet. True. And I, I'm throwing the gauntlet out. Yeah. Like when I'm a black belt, nobody be gauntleting under me. Like hitting you with the belt, you mean? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. done. Yeah, well, I think that's when I got my purple. I got hit by everybody. Yeah. White belts got to hit me. Yeah. You explain to me what the fuck a white belt? Yeah. Why he deserves to hit me with his belt? You're right. Who the fuck is this guy? You're right. Most of them probably still don't even train jujit. Yeah. And, so who and the fuck is this guy? Most of them probably fucking two-handed fucking, like, worked up and just Yeah, right? So I went and boom. I talked to the guy that we were under, and I was like, man, like, I'm cool with the gauntlet if you're cool with it, but I'm only getting hit by people my belt are above me. Yeah, pro- well, I'll go thing. fucking fight these kids. Proper thing. I'll fucking fight them in yeah. your gym. If yeah. that's what you want, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once... See, so, yeah, it's, and it's interesting because it's so, I believe it's still like that. Like a lot of places. Well, I'm lucky with like. I, I believe my, it is. I don't my know. My guy that I'm under, Scott, he was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then right away he was just like, fuck it. We're not. And yeah. now it's same belt or above. Yeah. That's fair, man. So like blue belts ain't going to hit me. But now I'm going for black next. So whenever I get my black, it's nobody just, would be, you don't get gauntleted at black. Exactly. Yeah. When I'm a black, when someone grades under me, mm-hmm. there's no nothing. There's yeah. no throw. It's just like... There's no fucking beating. Thank you, man. Congratulations. It's, it's not my thing, man. Like, yeah. I'm not doing jujitsu so I can beat you up. Yeah. I, do you think it should be a ceremonial thing when you do... It should be acknowledged, and it should be like, hey, I, congrats. I have weird shit. I actually... Uh, you know, Josh LaDuke came up here, did a seminar here. Awesome, uh, dude. Uh, Star-Lord? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he announced on his Facebook, like, this dude's getting his belt at this day. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Because then the friends and family can go. Absolutely. What if your fucking, what if your favorite relative is two hours away? They can go there and they can watch you get the most crowning achievement of your fucking life. Like for me, black belt, that's going to be like, that's a huge thing. Huge deal for everyone. You know what I mean? For sure. So I would love to know and I would love to be like, hey, wife, kids, come watch dad get something yeah. that's incredibly in, this like, is special huge. to him yeah you well, know it's... so i like that way of it um yeah. I, I don't know everybody has their own thing some people like surprises i'm cool with surprises too yeah but like for black for like the big ones and fuck i'm an instagram whore yeah. i want someone to have a camera on me for the real reaction no you're right i don't want to miss that shit for sure um I, I think I'd like to know. If I was getting promoted, I'd like to know. Because I remember at, at one point in time, like when, when I first came around, you didn't even fucking ask. Yeah. You didn't even mention it. You didn't even fucking well, we think, about, think about your blue belt. Yeah. Now, like, do you think, like, Scott or Wagney or whoever will let you, will, will they notify you if, if you want to know? I don't know. See, because Nova Union is old school, man. Yeah. Like, they're fucking I traditional shit. I don't know shit. what the like, plans are there. You know, like... um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure either. It's interesting. It's yeah. it's a topic of discussion because I'd like to know what other gyms do. I, it's interesting to me. 
It's a good point. Message us, guys. Yeah, l- let us know. Message us. Tell us what your gym does for gradings. Even on a, a, a like a, a one by one. Yeah, man. Private yeah. message me. Anybody Absolutely. can message me anytime. Like yeah, I'm, same here. I'm, I'm fucking open. easy as shit. I'm an open fucking book. But man, um, so here, like, just right quick, like back to mat taps. Mm-hmm. I not only do I think you should keep track of who you're tapping, how you're tapping them. Yeah. I think you should write it all down. I think mm-hmm. you should have a notebook. I think at the end of every class, you should write down who you tapped, what you tapped them with, what their level was. Yeah. Because then you can keep track of, like, did I just get 20 arm bars this month? You know? Right, like you, yeah. You know where you're progressing. You know where you're good. You know where you're not good. Like, most people who are good at something, they keep functional stats in on everything, right? Yeah. So you want to up your jujitsu game. You should be keeping track of who you're tapping. Yeah. And you should be keeping track of who's tapping you. Yeah. And just to even one-up that, at my club, I'm watching everyone roll. Yeah. There's always going to be people that get their belt because of attendance. And fucking people can argue with me, yeah. and they can say, no, there isn't. But I'm telling you, if you have a fucking 60-year-old doctor, yeah. and he's training, and he's putting work in, yeah. you're going to give him his belts yeah. as he's going. Definitely, you're going to give yeah. him his belts. You're not going to be that fucking douchebag. You're not going to be, well, you can't beat a blue belt. But in my club, if you're an able-bodied human, right, right, yeah. I'm holding you to the standard of... I'm watching you roll during class, yeah. and if there's white belts that you can't tap, well, you're behind them. Right. They're going to get their belt before you. Yes. So if you're a blue belt and you want to get your purple belt, right. you don't have to ask me. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'd have to ask other clubs. Yeah. You'd have to ask other instructors right. if, if you're wondering. But me, you just have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. If I'm rolling with you, 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 and you, you're all blue. I'm a blue. Yeah. I'm tapping three of you. I'm not tapping four or five. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting my purple until four and five do. Right. That's just the way. Right. I, I got you. I, I find that's one of the easiest ways to categorize it. And yep. then I do split that up into combative, non-combative. Yes. If you're like, if you're never going to compete, if you're not that type of person, right. some people are going to get their belt based on whatever. Right. Yeah. So is, is a, from a competitive standpoint, is that, is that more in, or is that um, more crucial to getting your belt to you or not? Um, it, it's kind of more for them. Right. Like, uh, I wouldn't want to see someone get their blue or their purple or their brown and then go into competition and be the worst fucking purple right. for two years <clears throat> right. or for three years right. when they could have been a really good blue yes. or the best blue. Yeah. Now, we're not talking about sandbag. No, no, that's because, something different. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have, like, yeah. Drake. Look at Drake. Drake yeah. got his purple recently. Already fucking people at purple belt and, levels, and he's, right? He's young as shit. Yeah, man. man. He's so out like there that's killing people. that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But um, it's it's always gonna vary. Like uh, remember Doctor D, Sabby D. Yes, yes. I fucking love Sabby. Yeah. Sabby is non-competitive, mm-hmm. right? So he knew enough to be a blue belt. Yeah. He was rolling at a rough blue belt level. Yeah. He understood, right? Yeah, he got his belt. But when he goes to other clubs, he fucking rolls on a blue belt level. Definitely. He does. It's it's not like it was a fake belt. So even these non-competition guys, when they get their belts... Like, Sabby's a fucking really good blue belt. He's a blue belt, belt yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's it's never, like, a bullshit thing. You're, right. I'm not just going to grade someone because they exist. No, of course not. But course when not. the person is ready for that belt, like, especially as a coach, like, you just learn these things. Yeah. I, I did... I didn't read a book on like how to know when someone's at the level. The person tells you. Their body tells you. Right. The way and they had, move tells exactly. you. Exactly. If uh, if the person, if I show you a technique 
And you guys, everybody, if you're wondering, like, how can I get graded? Mm -hmm. Do what I'm going to say. If your coach shows you a technique, rep until he shows you the next technique. Mm -hmm. If your coach shows you a technique, ask questions until you understand. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, I'm not saying be an annoying cunt. Nobody (laughs) wants to be that person. But don't just go do bullshit because if you rep bullshit a hundred times your technique's gonna suck yeah and that that's one thing that drives me fucking crazy drives me fucking bad if i'm on on the mat although i'm not as much lately as 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 i have been in the past when people are fucking talking Mm. when you're up there explaining shit and i'm trying to listen and there's a cunt sitting next to me talking bullshit yeah like dude trust me you need to listen to this yeah don't talk during your instructor you need this like you're being disrespectful questions you're being disrespectful exactly Uh, this guy is here for us not for you're like, like he's not here for any other reason other than to teach what he loves. If you're here and you're passionate about it, you shut the fuck up and listen. And that's what it's all about. Like you, you basically can suck up to your instructor without ever saying a word to your instructor. Yeah, just come you in know? and do the work, man. Do the work. Do the reps. Make sure you're repping until your instructor tells you you're done repping. Yeah. Ask questions if you don't get it. Oh, and one thing that always fucking... It doesn't even bug me so much as blows my mind. If I'm teaching a technique and people are sitting around me in a circle... Mm-hmm. And the people who are looking at just my back and not seeing anything, if they don't get up and walk over and see the front of me then doing the shit, they don't give they're a not fuck. actually learning. Yep. They don't give a fuck. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're the kind of people that once you <laughs> tell everyone to break off and do what they're looking at, they're around, not going to know. At yeah, they're else. hoping their partner's seen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so being in tune and being, being dialed in is important. Yeah, man. Right? Um, and repping is important. All of these things since day one of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or any martial art for that matter, is important, or even more important yeah, these man. days. You, you have to get huge. those reps in. You know, they always said drillers make killers, right? Yep. And they, and they do. And Check this out, man. Not to interrupt. No, but of course. What is it? Chris Gar USA. This dude has bought so much of my gear. Holy shit. Nine pictures. One, two, three, four, five of them are SSG. Awesome. And now he has the space, the blood, the tie-dye. And the camo, and because he's so awesome, I sent him a shirt, too. Awesome. How fucking wicked is that? That's, Chris Garner. Where's Where's he from? The uh, States? I'd have to look it up. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the States. But, like, it's just so cool. Now he has all the rash guards. He has the whole rash guard set. That's awesome. Yeah. There's four of them now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll have two more being released, I think, at the end Ooh. of this month. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I've, I've popped out teasers. There's uh, zombie-proof ones that are being released, but I also got a surprise coming, too. There's going to be some SSG new ones coming out, yeah. I like surprises. Yeah, limited edition ones. I'm just going to see if they fly, and if they do, I'll make more. Awesome. So I guess it's not limited edition. It's limited edition if they don't sell. Right, yeah. (laughs) If if they don't catch on. Nobody fucking likes them. I'm not going to do them again. If they're pieces of shit, (laughs) we're not going to make them anymore. Yeah, no, that's fair. Mm -hmm. That's cool, though. Good for him, man. Yeah, man. Like, it's good to have the support, man. I'm telling you, it's so cool. And like, I'm serious when I say it. He can message me absolutely anytime, and I will shoot the shit with him. I will talk about anything. He can ask me any jujitsu questions, because like, he's he's a supporter of mine. Yeah, he's he's, that shit goes a long way. It's it's crazy, right? Like to me, he he became part of the team. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. So, Q and A. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm in. You uh, pull up yours first. Oh, I, I didn't put one out. I'll just pull yeah, up yours. Yeah, no, but you had at least a question directed yes, directly to you. Yes, I did, actually. Hold on. 
directed directly at you. Directed directly. I understand. I'm saying it over and over, but I feel <laughs> like it's wrong. Is that wrong? Directed directly. No, it's correct. It's definitely. The question direct. was directed directly at you. Yeah. That does that not feel wrong? Say that to me. It was directed directly to me. Because it was. Though? That's weird. That feels weird. If it's definitely a weird thing, it's, weird a, it's a weird sentence to say yep. for sure. Um, there was one. Uh, Berto Gordo BJJ. He's always giving us good He's questions, awesome. man. I appreciate this guy. As promised, question for you. Thank you. Being an MMA oh. fan, do you think? Are you okay? B Mac, wearing camo spats. Thank you, B Mac. Let's have him on, man. Let's make that happen, B Mac. Dude, no, I don't listening. think we can. And you know why? 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 Because his voice is so fucking soothing that I'm not. He got sure that drawl, yeah. I don't know if I'd pay attention to anything else. And you Just watch sitting here drooling. If, if I have to start listening to him, I'll, I'll start imitating his voice I without even trying. I'll just start talking like yeah. this, and you'll be like, "What the fuck are yeah. you doing?" What's I'll be happening? like, "I'll just keep saying it like this, y'all." <laughs> I was I watching. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I will be him. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah, I was, I was watching a thing um, today with, uh, with. With B Mac and McDojo Life, and you're right, his voice is fucking soothing he and shit, man. He's awesome. Yeah, but I mean, if we have him on, you fall asleep because he's so soothing. It's fine. It just gives me more time <laughs> to talk to him. That's all. Um, okay, Berto Gordo, uh, being an MMA fan, do you think that Pride rules are better for jujitsu guys than unified rules, or is it a judging problem with takedowns trumping finish attempts? Well, it's two different rule sets. So I think unified rules they really really pay attention to takedowns. They see it as a big win. Like a takedown is like five points in MMA, say, for example. Whereas in pride rules, when you could stop guys from a dominant position in jiu-jitsu, then you're probably going to finish them, I think. I think if you have good jiu-jitsu back in the pride days and you could hold a guy down and finish him, then, or, or hold him there, knee, knee strike him or whatever, then you're going to finish him. Yep. Um, I don't know what's better. I miss the pride rules. I'll, however, you... You couldn't elbow, which is unfortunate. No. Hey, listen, I heard, and this is just uh, I heard, because okay. I'm not 100% sure that this is real, right? Yeah. But I heard that the pride rules were set up like that because elbows cause cuts. Yeah. And if the fighter gets cut serious, right. that required like stitches, they wouldn't be able to fight oh, as soon as frequent... Setting. Maybe tournament setting, but yeah, like that whole, it would take them out longer. Yeah. Where foot stomps and shit, or, you know, head kicks. Just getting it's head not kicked. Yeah, it's not necessarily cutting, hmm. right? Elbows cause cuts. They do. Cuts cause long healing times. I also think a cut can change the pace of a fight very quickly. I think that's why they're so useful. Yeah. What? I agree. Once you see your own blood, a lot of people panic. I think pride for jiu-jitsu guys... I don't know, man. You see jujitsu guys few and far between in unified rules MMA these days. You got like uh, half Lovato Jr., who's a stud in Bellator, obviously. Beast. Dylan Dan Danis is coming in. He's a stud. Yep. You don't, you know, Damian Maya is kind of really the only stud as far as Brazilian jujitsu goes in the UFC that I can think of right now. And I could be full of shit, but like, can you think of anyone that's a pure jujitsu artist in the UFC anymore? Not no, really. It's like it's really hard to be like all jujitsu. Yeah. You know? Like you got Cron Gracie out there who's out there just pulling guard on motherfuckers. <laughs> um he's fun to watch, but you don't see it's a tough question, man. It's 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 a tough one. I think Pride rules are good. 
So are unified rules. <laughs> different time, different eras, man. It's um, funny. It does change. Right? Um, this is modern era now. That was pride. This is... It's a tricky one, man. I, I hope I answered your question a little bit there, Berto, but um, th- that's a tough one. I, I think judging is a problem, by the way. I think um, the judges are um, uneducated. I think what they're looking at is based off of a boxing format of judging. I think that's bullshit. It's not, it's not boxing, obviously. Um, yeah, I hope I answered your question, man. I'm do- I, I did my best. Put it that way. I hope you appreciate it, man. Thank you for the question. Right, what do you see. got, man? Let's see. Where's Q and A? Twenty-two. Oh, yeah, this is the one I like. What's that? The Dream Ten P. Fucking love that guy. Right, that was the first one, yeah. How do you game plan when you don't know the opponent? This is my fucking favorite question. I've answered this over and over and over again for my students and my fighters over the years, and I will never get tired of answering this question. How do you game plan when you don't know the opponent? Uh, The secret, our secret, is bottlenecking. Okay? Mm -hmm. We bottleneck the guy. Mm -hmm. Um, If me and you walk out, Mm -hmm. it's me versus you. Right. Okay? Beautiful hair versus beard. (laughs) All right? And... (laughs) We both stand with our arms just straight out by our sides. We are just blah. We're just totally equal, right? Right. You could do absolutely anything to me, mm-hmm. and I can do absolutely anything to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. That's maximum. That's right. at 100%. So let's put a number on it. Sure. Okay? So at 100%, neither of us are defending ourselves. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So you could shoot. You could throw. You could jump guard. You could jump guillotine. You could do anything. Right. Okay? What if I crouch? Okay. Yeah. Once I crouch, if you're still straight up, right? Right. Now, my number has went down. Yeah. Now you don't have a hundred percent of the options. Okay. Right. So when I'm crouching, your options have diminished by whatever I'm giving you. Okay. Okay. So now, if I crouch even lower, put one hand on the mat get super low where you know I'm going to shoot or pull guard with like a baseball slide guard pull. Mm-hmm. You can't do a double leg. You can't kick you. You can't jump guard. Yeah. You can't jump for a guillotine. Right. Okay. So starting off the game plan, the first thing I say is plan how you're standing. Yes. And limit the amount of options your opponent has. Okay. So you're not saying pick any card from the deck. Yes. You're saying pick a card out of these three. Okay. Okay. So if I limit my options, and this is how you practice this, you do multiple classes mm-hmm. where you get into your stance. I'm doing the air quotations. Right. Your stance. Okay? I have a stance. And then I see what my opponent does to my stance. Right? So the first thing they do is I engage with my stance. Right. What are my engagement options? How does that make your body react? Okay? Then they engage with my stance. Yeah. What can you do to me? And then I have to figure out all the options you have. Mm-hmm. And then they have to be in my head. Okay, because all these could happen. Right. But when I narrowed your number down from 100% of the things to 50% of the things to 25% of the things, I'm only thinking about the 25% of things you can do. Right. As long as I get into my stance. Yep. Right. And then my game plan is simple. So I've bottlenecked you. I've mm-hmm. taken away most of the deck. Right. 
I'm only letting you pick from a handful of cards, mm -hmm. and then my game plan is always going to be based around me going from that position mm -hmm. to winning, right? Now, this is where it kind of gets really broad <clears throat> to <throat> some people, yep. okay? So I still don't know my opponent. Yep. I crouch really, really, really low. Mm -hmm. I'm going to A, shoot a low single, yep. B, pull a shin to shin guard. Yep. All right, my low single is really low. John Smith low. Yeah. Okay. So, or I wait for you to engage with me, and I know I hate using this word. I anti wrestle. I'll just sprawl. Yeah. Use my judo balance, right. hoping you pull guard because right. I'm a guard passer, man. Right. I'm not really a heel hook guy. I'm a guard right. passer. So if you pull guard, I'm gonna guard pass the fuck. So would would you even like present your leg or something? So no. So something. Yeah, no, you, because you some people take are fucking risk. fast, man. I can't fucking do like good Cody Keenan. Drake, they yeah. catch my leg. Oh, yeah, I definitely. can't do that. You, you yeah, catch my leg. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I'm not good enough at wrestling anymore since right. my knee. Okay. But um, I will anti-wrestle. So I'll, I'll get like heavy hips, judo yeah. position, yeah. wait for the person to shoot, shoulder to shoulder, bump them, yeah. make them pull guard. Yeah. I, I'm actually really good at like making it boring. Yep. Uh, so I try not to do it because I hate it. Right. But I get low, and they're the three things. That's what I consider my game plan. Mm -hmm. John Smith low single. And then I get into that Sakuraba where I'm just hugging the one leg. I'll take you down, leg drag, and I have a game plan, right? Yeah. Or I pull guard shin on shin, and then I'm playing my leg game. Yeah. Or I stall, and I get the guard passing game because yeah. I love the guard passing. I always will. So I've narrowed down 100% of the options down to three options, right? right? Yeah. And then when it gets to the ground, here's my plan. Where we land all the way to the end... I'm going to drill the whole sequence, yep. okay? Because what happens is the first time I walk through the woods, I'm getting hit with a bunch of branches, I'm stepping <clears throat> in thorn bushes, mm -hmm. I'm getting spruce sap all over me. Yep. It's uncomfortable. Yep. After a few times, after some foot traffic, maybe I've cut away the branches, the path is starting to get there, I've pushed the thorns aside, yep. I have a foot path. Right. Then eventually I have a fucking dirt road. Then I have a highway. Right. OK. So from any position in that highway, I will be able to advance faster than my opponent will be able to defend. Mm -hmm. Think of it like a riptide. Yeah. Right. Yep. So my point of game planning is first I bottleneck them down to very few options mm -hmm. and then I build a game of straight from where I'm going to where I end. And then I drill those things more than my opponent has ever practiced the defenses for. Yep. So if we're rolling and I get anywhere near leg drag, I'm going to Nicky Ryan you. Mm -hmm. I've Nicky Ryan so many times. I've practiced it so many times. So my goal when I'm doing this, when I start trying to guard pass, the second your leg passes my hip, I am in Nicky Ryan. Right. I am there. I yep. grab the Hayden hook. I'm probably going to get the heel hook. You yep. might go running, man. My game plan is built all the way through to that finish, yep. right? And I drill this so if at any point we get to my game plan, even if we're just, like, crossing through it, if we touch my game plan, boom, I'm going to be far ahead of you very quick because I'm fast at these motions. Right. They're just natural, right? Right. So that's, honestly, that's my game plan summed up. That's yep. how I do it. I just went on a massive oh, high rate on no, that. No, that's cool. But it's basically take the deck, yep. throw out a bunch of the cards mm -hmm. by figuring out the positions you want to be in, yep. get in your stance, yep. limit what your opponent can do to you, 
and then find out your favorite pathways and maybe find out your favorite pathways first and then build your stance off of that. Right. So you end up in those pathways right. and then drill that pathway from beginning to end so many times that if you ever get there during a roll, you will take control of the roll via speed and body momentum. Yep. Like just understanding your body has to do things from that position. So it becomes natural. It just it's becomes like an, an instinctual. Yeah, man. So it's it's like a like your A, B, and C game. Yep. You're if just really fucking good at mount, each of them. Yeah. You're in trouble. If yeah. at any point I get oh, leg yeah, drag absolutely. position, you're in trouble. If I get that low single, yeah. man, it's a good day. For sure, yeah. Right. So yeah. this is this is my uh, this is my mindset on that. So I have absolutely no problem developing game plans for people I don't know because my game plan is really about me. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think now if we're talking about submission grappling or Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition, it's different. But in MMA, I think game planning is crucial. And I think you have to specifically game plan. But when you come to submission grappling, if you're really good at three things. Yep. And this guy's well rounded at everything. Mm -hmm. If you're tremendous at these three things, then you're yep. going to trump this other guy. Yep, that's what I think. So I th think that's what that's what you're getting at is 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 you want to be you want to take away everything else that he has and just yeah. put on what you want, basically. Yep. Throw it in his face. So that was a wicked question. Yeah, good question. All right, read one. What do we got? Um, <clears throat> from Lone Star Grappler, who is your favorite verbal tap cast or oh. Johnny Buck Two? See. Raph is a wonderful man, but Johnny Buck does send me all those big fucking purple dicks. <laughs> all about those fucking See, don't, eggplants, don't make bro. me pick, man. Don't make me pick between yeah, the two of the them. The pressure, man. Johnny Buck is a beautiful man, beast. Yeah. And Raph is I fucking like, awesome and I like hilarious. both their stuff. Yeah. I like both their stuff. And fuck, so, I mean. fuck you, Lone Star, for asking that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Jiu Jitsu. Dave. Uh, Armbar or wrist lock. Oh, wrist lock for sure. Yeah, for you, for wrist sure. Wrist lock for sure. For sure. It's just, uh, you just get that win, right? <laughs> yeah. Noodle me poodle. Leg lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely, yeah. No, we were talking about this today. I uh, I get more straight armbars than anything else. Yeah, you're Not talking about that when I in. I get the armbar where my hips are pinning your torso. Yeah. And your wrist is by my neck, and I'm pulling up on your elbow. Yep. That's probably my my most hit submission. Yep. Uh, Asif underscore Mitch, whose videos I love, and yeah, we, keep, we keep showing him out. But uh, rather pull guard or half guard? Half guard. Half guard. Yeah. Yeah, I like half yeah. guard. I do. Um, if you haven't, look up Alex Eklund, the G roll. Okay. I was talking to Alex the other day. I've hit G-roll on all levels now, so okay. white belt right to black belt. Awesome. Uh, actually, this is what me and Alex talked about. I, I messaged him just to ask him what he calls just going belly down with the knee, the shin in, and driving the guy down, and uh, we decided we're going to call it G1. Cool. So the G1 leads into the G-roll, but um, look up the G-roll by Alex Eklund. It's unbelievable. Awesome. I, I would much rather pull half guard. I, um, I don't feel like I have a closed guard. Yeah, I feel like I just never really pulled guard, mm -hmm. which is probably a good reason that I should start, because <laughs> yeah. my pressure on top is fucking, it's okay, but my bottom game is not the best. What's the next question? Um, rubber guard assa assassins, favorite submission, aside from heel hooks. <laughs> 
Uh, Rubber Guard Assassins, favorite submission? Favorite submission aside from heel hooks? So you're taking away the heel hook, eh? Yeah. Um, let me see. If I can't heel hook... Guillotine? Yeah, you're definitely... A, I yeah, think I love that's... the 10-finger guillotine. I find it very satisfying. It doesn't matter how strong the guy is. I don't have to worry about them pulling the arm away. If it's I can just get the head... Yeah. Well, I'm going to at least get a sweep. Yeah, for sure. You know, and really, I just want to be on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I can get the head, I'm probably going to get the Absolutely. sweep. So heel hooks lead to the guillotine. The guillotine leads to the heel hooks. Because when yeah. they're afraid of getting their neck choked, they give me their legs. Yeah, for sure. Guillotine. Um... Berto Gordo, for Love you. Love you. Do you think that rankings for grapplers are a good thing or not? Do you think they are accurate? Yeah, I definitely think rankings are good. Um, I like point systems based on different organizations. Uh, it's always going to be varied because just yeah. like boxing, there's going to be so many governing bodies. Yeah. So you're never going to know how accurate they are. But I, I definitely think they mean something because these guys are putting <clears throat> their work in. And yep. f- most of the time... The, the rankings are pretty bang on. Yeah. Because grappling, it's it's not like you can't really lie. You go out there and you do. Oh, definitely. You know? Yeah, definitely. I'm interesting. Like in the UFC, I think the rankings are fan generated. Mm-hmm. Like the fa- fans actually vote on who's. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's very very strange. I mean, I'm sure their their accomplishments and where they stand in the division counts. But anyway, um, North North South Jiu Jitsu wants to know the secret to your soups. Oh man. Lots of spice, bro. There you go. Which I'm dealing with, like, what's this, five days of heartburn now? Yeah, you got to, like, maybe get that looked at. I coughed up blood the other day. Yeah, can't well. can't be normal. Now you really got to get that well, looked at. Well, okay, that being said, I still made really spicy soup last night. What the fuck, man? You're your own worst enemy. Yes. You know that. You, yes, I If do. you're coughing up blood, then there's an issue on your insides. Yes. You should go get that looked at. Please. Okay, fine. I care about your well-being. Um, Chase underscore DSM What styles are best for people That aren't the most flexible Half guard question mark Leg lock systems question mark See this is me because I'm not flexible at all Yeah I like half guard with the shin in mm-hmm. I love leg locks Wait you mean when you say shin in you mean like the instep yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like over over the leg the with one shield, leg, and then sorry, yeah, okay. Knee shield, okay, yeah. so okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, I, I put you. my knee shield in. Um, I play a lot of that. I uh, I like being on top. I like guard passing. Yeah. Um, actually, like the flexibility thing, it varies because when I'm rolling, the adrenaline and the endorphins start kicking in, yeah. and then my back hurts less. Yeah. So I, I like I'm kind of addicted to rolling at this point because it's the most pain-free i feel yeah do you know what i mean because you're loose yeah you're warm your yeah. muscles are more elasticized than they, the they good usually stuff. are yeah. for sure um official hooks injured my lower back recently Oof. what are the better slash safer positions to play from on bottom dude find somebody like way smaller than you find the smallest motherfucker yeah. in your class like when i really blew my back out like when i first developed sciatica <clears throat> I was lucky. My uh, my little cousin joined the gym, and she was just trying it, and I was like, you're not allowed to leave. And yeah. She's like 100 pounds, and I was like, you're my partner for everything. Yeah. And then we just rolled and trained, and she she knew I was fucked up, yeah. so she just helped me. If she it wasn't for her, yeah. man, I, I might have quit. So yeah, thank you, sure. Melanie. You're, you're the goat. There you go. There she you just had a baby it. yesterday. 
She finally had it. Yeah. I was talking to her, Lindsay. Uh, Fucking beautiful. She sent me pictures. Saturday, we were at the family reunion. Beautiful. And uh, they rode on the boat trying to get her because she was like two <laughs> days overdue. Fuck. And they're on the boat trying to get the baby moving. Beautiful so I'm kid. happy. I'm happy she had it. Congratulations, uh, Melanie and Tyler okay. on the baby girl. Baby girl, yeah? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I've I, seen the picture. I just. Uh, I think I heard it was a girl. I'm not. Don't quote me on it. But either I way, know. it's, it's fucking your fucking cousin. cousin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just having a kid. I don't know what it is. Who cares? Yeah, a kid, beautiful kid. Beautiful kid. Don't, whatever don't it know. is. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, what's more important, cardio or muscle? Mm. Is cardio that important if you're not cr- if you've got great muscular endur- endurance and are holding on to grips and pinning your opponent super well? Cardio. Yeah, I'm going to say cardio. Yeah, I think um, any kind of cardio. Uh, yep. Cardio via rolling cardio. Because I was via... jacked muscular, and my cardio would give out two minutes, three minutes, and yeah. four minutes in, and it would yeah. get incrementally harder to For continue sure. to roll. For sure. Five-minute rolls, I would be dead. Yeah. And then the second roll... I would be less skilled yeah. for the whole roll. Definitely. Third roll, I would be less skilled for the whole roll. Yep. But now my cardio is so good, I can. You can go for, for days. A straight hour. And, yeah. and that's just it. Like, we uh, we didn't have class Friday. Yeah. I rolled Saturday for like hour and a half. I yep. rolled Sunday for an hour and a half. I rolled today for an hour and a half. Yep. And I'm I'm not sore when I wake up. Yeah. You know, I've yeah, built up good. my cardio, I've built up my muscular endurance, but I'm going to say cardio for sure. Yeah, and I think you can be, you can have muscular endurance and look the part and still have good cardio. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, you can definitely, you can achieve that goal easily. Laughing Badger, favorite shot, takedown. Uh, John Smith, low single. Yeah. I, man, I swear by that motherfucker. Yeah. I use it all the time, the John Smith, low single. Yeah. I man, John you, Smith might never ever that. know who I am, but I've told about a million yeah. people to study that dude. Yeah, you've definitely been doing that for a long time. Yep. I'm a big blast double guy. I got it from Kazuki Sakuraba or Kazuki Sakuraba. Right. Yes, I knew that. And then I just started using it constantly. Yeah. I like blast doubles because I'm fast. Mm. And yeah, and I mean, but they are dangerous. You got to watch your neck. You got to watch your head. Yep. For sure. True. Uh, did I miss any? Least favorite thing to drill or train? <sighs> Shit. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, as much as I love guard passing, guard passing sweat drills where you just pass the guard and then start back and then yeah, pass the guard and, and then forth, start back, just, yeah, that fucking pace. murders you. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's tough. That's like really hard to do. It's hard cardio, man, because yeah. you're, you know, you're going flat out. And then like... Knowing you just passed and then having to go back. Yeah. And I'm not talking just the drill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I am talking the drill, but I'm talking like positionally not allowing your partner to pass. Yeah. So then if you get swept, you just stand back up and you keep trying to pass, 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 right. pass, 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 pass. And you do that for like a full five minute round. Yeah. That drill, that, that kills hard, you. But it makes you so good. Oh, definitely, yeah. And that Shit like that, that's why my passing's good. Uh, stability t- ball, that's yeah. why my passing's good. I mean, and, and drills, drills like you just mentioned, gets your timing down pretty yeah, fucking man. good, too, man. You can time that time those passes pretty good. Um, did I miss any? I don't think I did. Let me see here. Uh, Johnny Buck wants to know, when are you moving to NC? I assume Buddy, he means North I Carolina. I fucking love that. I love that guy. 
Yeah, we he's talk cool. all the time. We were talking today. He, I follow his shit, man. Dude. I like him, yeah. Yeah, he's a great dude. He's funny. He puts always a, posts wicked videos. Yeah, he puts a live video every day. He, uh, he won me over. <laughs> he had me. this one video where his, somebody was, like, pulling out into traffic, and he was just sitting there. He was like, look at this guy. Look at him. Look, look at him go. Yeah. And he just pulled right out past the red light, and he's like, what the fuck? And I just <laughs> yeah. it just had me laughing so hard. Yeah. No, I, I like his stuff for sure. He's a, he's a cool guy for sure. Absolutely. I don't think we have any more, man. Well, we're over it. time anyway. Oh, that's it. That's Look at that. Yeah. yeah, 8.30. Time flies, man. Killed it. Time flies. Killed it. Okay, guys. I'm Jan. He's Kent. This is Jan's ex- or Jan and Kent's Excellent Adventure. Pardon me. Thank you guys again for the questions. Uh, we'll be talking soon. Later. Later.